Welcome, Thunder Cunts. It is week seven. Talking shit. And uh, as we sit here, uh, Ross is itching for a win. I'm itching for a win. But you're itching from Poison Ivy, too, as I understand it. I'm itching from Poison Ivy. All over the face, all over my belly, all over my forearms. It sucks. All over his grundle. Nope, it is not on the genitals. Not on the genitals. Don't play with yourself while you got Poison Ivy. That's a rule. Hello? Hi, do you want to go to a party with me? No, the game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun, right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. Now when I say sports, you say nuts. Sports, nuts, sports, nuts. I'm team captain, and I choose you. I'm the other team captain, and I choose you too. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 football. Now toss me the pigskin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. So yes, we are just wrapping up week seven, Ross. A um, lot of matchups wrapped up already. We got a couple kind of teetering on possibility of, of a lead shift. But uh, before we get into that matchup recap, why don't you start off with a stud for the week? Yeah, and uh, before I hit my studs, I just would like to say it is great going into Monday night with my matchup resolved. I feel like every week I've been in a close game and very much relying on Monday night to settle it. And it was nice. My matchup was set before even the Sunday night game started. So uh, that was nice to to have it resolved. You're on cruise control. I am. I am. All right. And so uh, without further ado, stud. And this uh this has more to do with what it meant to the outcome of the week for this team. I had Mac Jones for Brian. Um Ooh, Mac Sauce. Mac. Yeah, and okay, let's sue me. I'm a homer. It's good to see him actually be fantasy relevant this week. Uh he had thirty one point one eight points, three hundred and seven yards. So he got over the three hundred yeah. yard mark and uh, had two touchdowns. Um, again, this was a very much picked in, in what it meant to, to the team. So, so Brian is pulling out that win by a very small margin. He beat Kyle 143.18 to 142.86. And when yeah, you, we'll certainly recap that a little bit more. Yes. And so when you go, when you go down, big his, upset. Yeah. And when you go down his uh, list, you go, you know, for such a small margin, you weren't expecting that big of a night from Mac Jones, so uh, he he really pulled through there. Yes, absolutely did. Um, and while while we're on the topic of Brian here, why don't we just go straight into your dud? Because I think you're planning on us another straight sweep here. So we're we're sweeping at least for from my my list uh, on the duds. So part of the reason Mac Jones had to carry Brian's team so heavily was AJ Dillon. Negative point seven. Wah, Woof. Wah. Only six yards on three carries and a fumble. So uh yeah, that's quite odd. When you're when you're in the negative points, you're clearly a dud. He he was. He did he was not impressive. Uh he did nothing to help Brian. And, and again, we're we're gonna recap this, but Brian literally had no one else he could have played. Uh, that said there are people on the waiver wire who scored some positive points, so 
Could have made some better decisions there, Brian. <laughs> Hit the goddamn cough button, Ross. Yeah. All right, so who do you have as uh, your stud? So let me just preface this real quick uh, because you just had a clean sweep of your studs and duds with players on Brian's team. I am going to sweep the studs and duds from my point of view with Craig's team. Let's start with the stud first uh, because didn't really see this one coming. Patrick Mahomes, and I know he went out injured. He got the concussion. But that wasn't until the fourth quarter. He had three and a half quarters to make something happen. He didn't. 206 yards and an interception. For a player ranked number two at the position, averaging 32.2 points. I believe he also lost a fumble, right? He scored 20 points less than his average. Uh, I'm not sure about the fumble. I I didn't see that. um, Although it's entirely possible. Um... Because there just was nothing redeeming about that that day. Uh, a lot of times you're looking for Patrick Mahomes to not just carry your fantasy football team, but carry your real-life Kansas City Chiefs football team. And now, Kansas City did... only scoring three points in a loss yeah. to Tennessee. They did not look good no. at all. So, um, like I said, usually looking for Patrick Mahomes to boost your fantasy team up, boost your real-life team up. He did neither. He looked garbage. Luckily for Craig, uh, because that was a garbage performance, rest of his team, also rather uninspiring. But studs, his wide receiver group, Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, they are no strangers to uh, strong performances, but they really picked up the team, scoring over 50% of the total team points this week. It, that That is a lot for two players to, to carry. And the more impressive is what we're seeing from both our picks. Uh, you know, me with Brian sweeping and Craig tentatively uh, currently yeah, I mean, leading Alvin Kamara would have their to matchup. Really so pick it up. So despite, you know, having a stud and a dud on your team um, in, in Craig's case, pretty much, everyone kind of underwhelming except mm-hmm. for the studs um they're both on track to uh yeah. to win brian's matchup is is official um but you know craig's ball still uh still open with josh running kamara um looks like he's he's at least promising uh yeah i, I think win. that's that's so pretty much close to locked up that said i'm watching this kamara just got a reception for he he's still going 20 yep. 30 yeah, it's not gonna be enough but you know he might make it interesting in the end so that let, let's so, talk about some of those those victories because we just mentioned each of these teams uh well one on the verge of a win and one has already won so let's start with that one it's already locked up brian has a stud and a dud for you he comes away with the slightest of margins in a victory over Kyle. Who has been fairly dominant this season. And, and I wouldn't say Kyle was not dominant this, this week. Oh, 142 is nothing to uh, to shake a stick at. That's a that's a very uh, respectable yes. performance there. Just you know, And I think you want to you know. specifically highlight you had Mike Evans this week. Uh, six for 76 and three touchdowns. A man who last week made the dud list. He certainly redeemed himself this week. Yes, he did. 
you know, on on the other hand, uh, Kyle had Derrick Henry in 15.9 points. Not bad if it's my running backs, but for Derrick Henry, uh, that's that's not that's a Derrick Henry very night. That's true. Um, and that's even including he had a touchdown pass. He did. So, um, although uh, as as Craig pointed out, yes. you get less points for yes. TD pass versus if he had run it so, in and, himself. And there's the so, difference. If he had run that ball as opposed to pass it, Kyle gets the victory. So let that crawl up yes. your ass and sit there for a while. That's gonna hurt there, Kyle. Um. Again, I I, I am fairly impressed with Patterson. Uh, Fifteen point one fantasy points. Here's a guy. I still don't believe is, that we're in week seven talking about Cordero Patterson as a he's weekly startable. Currently running back. ranked number seven at the position, averaging nearly nineteen points. I mean, where is this guy coming from? I thought he had. I thought he'd retired, honestly. Yeah, me too. So very impressive. Uh, the the fact that he's rostered and has been rostered for all these weeks and been a contributing member of the team. Very impressive. Uh, however, just again, just slightly not quite enough to, to pull that victory out for Kyle. Um, in an upset here, uh, Brian coming in at one and five, Kyle five and one. Um, one and five no longer. And uh, if and if we were, you know, truly going to be honest looking at this, this was the week to uh, to kind of expect some upsets. We had what six teams on there the bye. Were... There were a, a lot, lot of, of buys, a lot of fantasy players out, um, and you know because of that, you're seeing a lot of players that you normally wouldn't start having to be filled in. As you said, you know, not only did Brian get the win here, he rostered the only startable yes. lineup. His the rest of his, his bench uh, consisted completely of bye weeks and injured players. Um, there was nobody else he could have played which is probably why he had A.J. Dillon in there and racking up negative points yes. for himself. On the other hand, he picked up Dearness Johnson, who gave him 24.8 points. That's high a... waiver priorities when your team sucks. So good on him for paying attention to the wire and, and getting a player that can actually do something for him. Yeah, so uh, I think we wrapped this one up. Uh, let's maybe just go over to the other one that's final, and uh, that is my matchup versus Kevin. Um, I came out with a pretty easy win here, one forty-five point two to one hundred eight point four four. So, um, Kevin doing Kevin things. Kevin doing Kevin things, and uh, I, I don't, I don't really think you look at either of our lineups and say anything truly unexpected happened. Um, everyone kind of performed where you thought they would. You know, on on Kevin's side, he had Allen Robinson who underperformed versus projection but that's kind of yeah, been it's kind of what Robert he's done this year. this year um the, the yeah. big thing here robert tanyan 14.3 we've been telling you all season long start this guy he is a stud he will do big things for your team kevin puts him in 14.3 points he's got the four receptions 63 yards and a touchdown shame on you who have dropped him that's a mistake Matt, <laughs> that's a mistake. There, there's lots of potential there. Uh, he's got you know Aaron Rodgers for a quarterback. That's the kind of performance that will keep him rostered all year <laughs> when he doesn't deserve it. You know, on the other side for you, Ross, uh, I think the player I am uh, probably 
most impressed with is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, 17.5 points, 107 yards, a touchdown. He did have a fumble to take some points away fantasy-wise, but he is he, he has a very game. consistently been a solid performer. No, not not through the first two weeks. I was getting nothing out of my running backs weeks one and two. Well, that's not entirely. Week one, he had 14.6 points. It was week two and three that he kind of laid eggs. Oh, um, sorry, sorry. As I, as I, I look I at I knew the, there was two weeks in but there. Coming up, he has a very favorable schedule. Uh, Tennessee, New York Jets, Jacksonville. You got to be looking at that. Think in the next three matchups, you're going to have some continued good success there. Um, Terry McLaurin, again, doing really nice things. Uh, you had him down in your flex spot this week. Yeah, I, I kind of just treat my flex as a wide receiver slot. That's fair enough. I don't got anyone else, so it doesn't really matter where I line up my wide receivers, one, two, or flex. Anything else outstanding from this matchup? Uh, I mean, you put the Rams defense back in, getting you a nine and a half. I guess you could have stuck with the Cardinals. Uh, they're 13.5. Uh, and while I just look at this, fun fact about that game, uh, that Cardinals-Houston game is the first ever NFL game to have a final score of 31-5. to I did not know that. Now you do. The more you know. And if you don't know, now you know. All right, let's get the hell off this matchup. Yep. Where are we let's going next? Let's jump over to, uh, I think, maybe the, the matchup where I had the straight sweep of studs and duds. That would be the matchup between the downtown Dick Rockets and Dan's Johnson. Both teams coming in at 3-3. Three and three. Another matchup of the phallic figures. Do you have a list like you did last time of dick jokes? I don't. No. I could reuse okay. it, but I'm not okay. going to. So both teams coming in at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Craig's team, I would say, has been the more consistent of the two. Josh has had the bigger booms, the higher highs, bigger, the lower yeah. lows. Um, this was one of the lower low weeks because that's the way Josh's lineup works. They either go off for 200 points or 100. Unfortunately for him, it is one of those low weeks. He's got the Ravens defense with zero points. That's going to hurt. Um, that's certainly not helping you at all, especially against Cincinnati, uh, which I, I know Cincinnati's better this year. Uh, they're not the Cincinnati of old, but you still gave up 41 points. And just, just looking at this matchup, too, and this is another one where Josh only had one player not on a bye. Unfortunately for him, had he made a different roster move and put that one available player, Christian Kirk, in as flex as opposed to Brandon Cooks, he's looking to make this a much more interesting game tonight uh, where you're actually going into it thinking, all right, Alvin Kamara really could do some good for me. He didn't. He ends up in the position he is now, Um, especially Craig's team, Feast or Famine. It looks like Craig's team took the Josh Pomploon way of playing. You know, those two wide receivers booming for tons of points. Everyone else, eh. Yeah, nothing special. Daryl Mooney, 4.9. That's no nothing to write home about. I think Aaron Jones was a surprise. Um, Aaron Jones, we expect 6.4. We expect more out of Aaron Jones. That that should be uh should be higher. Oh, absolutely. On, Here here's a guy the who's there. averaging 15.4 points a game. Uh so for him to come out with 
just 19 rushing yards on six carries, that's very underwhelming. Um, we, yeah. I mean, and then we already talked about Patrick Mahomes, so we're not going to jump on that again. But in general, that's just not looking good. Um, you know, he cleared the concussion protocol. I'm sure he's hoping, Craig, that is, uh, that Patrick's in next week against the Giants because there's a team that you can really beat up on. Really? I thought they were good. Um, I thought so, too. But then I remember that the Giants, and uh, they suck. Oh, yeah. And they play New Jersey. Yep. All right, that's wrapped up. Let's jump on over to... Let's let's take David Hurley's Drunk Apples versus Dan Moriarty's My Dick is the yep. Vaccine. Yep. Um, this one, again, is uh, not officially it's it's complete, unofficially but, uh, official we have dave i'd say yes we have we we have uh dave uh finished coming yep. in at 135.96 and dan currently sits at 101.38 he does have two players active tonight we've got Mar- marquez calloway and uh yeah. tyler Lockett. Uh, neither um, neither player is so far neither of them are no. yeah they're not they really are... doing much so far and we are Halfway through the second quarter now. As we record right now, they have a combined three receptions for 24 yards. It's not going to get you much. Um, they would really need to go off in you know the rest of this quarter and the second half. Uh, I think where you know we talked about earlier, a little bit of a roster move would make for a more interesting game tonight. That can definitely be said for Dan's team. Dan is well known for stocking up on the quarterback position. And um, yes, Lamar Jackson, he has a starter 22.5. You look at on the surface and you say, not so bad. You scroll down to his bench. He had Derek Carr with 36 points and Joe Burrow mm-hmm. with 40.6. I mean, granted, you're not expecting either of those people to pull out those performances. You you look at those three and you kind of say, yeah, I'm going with with Lamar. Absolutely. Um uh, we kind of touched on that Baltimore defense uh, a little while ago and how they were very underwhelming. But you have to kind of... I, I don't know that you can second-guess yourself. That's probably not a fair assumption to say, man, I should have put Joe Burrow in over Lamar Jackson. But when you see the end result, you should have put Joe oh, Burrow yeah. in... Monday morning quarterback. Instead of Lamar Jackson. But other than that, I mean, other than switching out his... his um quarterback position he had he started a pretty good lineup there um i'm also just noticing here not only has dan really stocked up on uh quarterbacks he also has three defenses he started the patriots are we really going to question the reigning champs no but a little i mean three defenses one of which is the bears which is very questionable um I can't imagine a situation where I'd ever want to start the Bears. Especially when they were playing Tampa so, Bay this week. Just just questioning a little bit. Um, you know, maybe Dan could have found someone else to be in his flex position this week as opposed to hanging on to a Bears defense to put himself in a better position to win against those drunk apples um, who, looking at this, well, they'll both be 4-3 and three at the conclusion of this week. Yes. And uh, the division gets tighter and tighter. Yeah, and so, you know, Dave made some some good choices here. Matthew Stafford had a good night. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Michael Carter, not great, but you know, I I, I think everyone sees well, that train kind of rolling. Jet, I mean, that's that's impressive. Yeah, you you can only expect so much. Uh, Chuba Hubbard didn't didn't do great, but again, you're you're talking about. The I think I'm most impressed. Are you going to here expect? with Kyle Pitts, who again rookie tight end coming in big. Rookie Big tight day. end, and he's slowly coming on. 163 yards. I believe we, we talked about it not in a stud-dud capacity, but just during the matchup last week, we also said, hey, Kyle Pitts is slowly starting to put together some big yep. performances. And he, he proved it again. Uh, 163 yards on seven receptions. Uh, that's that's impressive uh, for, for anybody. But, you know, Dave, come on, he's... He's been a strong performer in these most recent weeks. He's been very consistent, uh, right around that 130, 140 mark. Um, Dan usually is around there, too. Not so much this week. No. So both teams coming out 4-3, and three, making for a tight division race, uh, both in my division. Um, and as it stands right now, this will be our last game to recap. I am looking to come very close to losing this matchup. Um, I think my I got my hopes up a little bit at the very beginning of the game tonight, seeing DK Metcalf with his one reception there that went 84 yards for a touchdown. Started to get a little excited, and he hasn't been bringing anything else in since then. And in fact, every time no, I look up, as it, stands, it seems is... the Saints are holding on to the ball. I don't think I've seen Seattle. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, as it stands, this is our, I believe, our closest matchup uh, still open. Um, but yeah, nothing. Uh, you know, as the game goes on, it looks like it's getting a little, little yeah. farther out of reach. It started, it started a little lopsided. Um, again, uh, what, what, what was it? Seventy-yard touchdown, eighty-four for DK Metcalf. That eighty-four. So that that gave him sixteen point nine points yeah. from one play, and that's gonna very much artificially inflate your numbers. Um, but since then, I don't think he's done anything. Nope, nothing since. Uh, it, I mean, the whole Seattle offense has done nothing since. So uh, it's, it's underwhelming uh, at this point with my team totals. I, I suppose he could come out for another big touchdown in the second half. It's entirely possible. Possible. Um, but it's one of those situations we talked about earlier. Tons of buys this week. I started the best lineup I could. Uh, the only available bench player I have is Rondell Moore from the Cardinals, who put up 3.7. Um, everyone else was on buys or injured. Yeah, yeah, and so Rondell Moore wasn't outscoring anyone that was in your active starting, so... No, and because of all the buys, I mean, I had my... Uh, I had Najee Harris, a, t- a top wide receiver for myself, on buy... Um, the Bills defense, which has been an absolute points machine this season, uh, they were on by. Uh, Darren Waller's out with an injury. Mari Cooper's on a bye. So I, I had a very mixed matched starting lineup. You know, you, you throw something together, you hope something sticks, like a nice piece of spaghetti against the wall. But no such luck for me this week, as it as it seems. I mean, I, I suppose you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves and. Pull a Dan Moriarty and wave the white flag prematurely, but you know, it it is what it is. That yeah. said, Matt started Damian Harris in his flex position. 
God, I, I love watching the Patriots dominate a game. It's been a while since we saw something like that. But every time I saw him with the ball running into the end zone on his 106-yard day with two rushing touchdowns, it's like, could you give it to somebody else? Well, Bolden even had a had a good day. So go figure. It's uh, you know, that's a tough that's a tough choice to make. You 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 never go. Oh, I want a Patriots running back in my lineup. That's not that's not something you ever say. You never know who it's gonna be. Um, so you know, little bit of foresight, little bit of luck. You know, throwing Damien Harrison again. Also playing New York Jets, so you know whoever they were going to favor for the day should have some success. Yes. Um, it, it certainly wasn't Jacoby Myers in my lineup with 6.9. Uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, hurting you because he's very much going to be limited to what he can get in yards because it does not seem like he's destined to ever get a touchdown. No, no. Every time he, he tries to get one, it, it's getting called back. Um, again, you win some, you lose some. Um, it looks like I'm about to lose one. Um, so I'll be dropping to, to five and two. Uh, Matt's going to pick up his second win of the season, it looks like, uh, unless some fortunes change and I can take advantage of this 6% chance of winning, according to ESPN. Matt wins this round. I won the first two rounds against his sister. Well done. Golf clap. Thank you. All right. So that kind of wraps up our recaps for the week. Uh, some some nice decisions by some of you, some real shit decisions by the others. Uh, and Let's quickly look ahead now to what we have coming up In next week. In week eight. So, so this officially, once tonight's game comes to a close, this is officially putting us halfway through our fantasy regular season. Uh, we're going to start getting into a look at what, you know, thinking about playoffs uh, as we enter the second half of our fantasy regular season uh, oh, in the gate. And as we start that, um, it looks like we're going to be having an interesting uh, kind of battle at the top of this division. Uh, I'm going against Dan uh, this week eight matchup. So I'll be likely going in five and two. Dan, we already know, is going in four and three. That's a one-game difference. A lot could change uh, in terms of standings uh, in that matchup between the two of us. Yes, and uh, it's probably the best highlight to, to to look at next week. Otherwise, it's a lot of pretty imbalanced uh, matchups. I mean, you say that, but we just saw this week. Oh, I'm uh, not Brian, saying anyone's out. I'm Brian just saying on paper, Matt with the win. That's the close one. Yes, yes. Uh, so I mean, we're gonna have Brian and Craig. Yes, going at it. Yeah, Craig's gonna be uh, uh, four and three likely. Brian's gonna Brian, already has the win, so he'll be two and five. Two and five. Yep. Um. Uh. You know, again, another two and five. Matt looking like he's getting uh a win, he'll be he'll be yep. facing me and I've got a nice five and two record there. It's uh so we've got tentatively um looks like we'll have three five and two teams leading the the race here. Um Yes. As we move down though, Dave's been playing very well. Yes. Kevin, not so much. I, I would foresee a Dave win in that one. Yeah, it'll uh, be four and three versus Kevin's one and six. 
Oof. Yeah. It's going to be hard to battle back from that one and try to hope for... Uh, that would Actually, this would leave him uh, with a projected win for Matt this week and a win already for Brian. That would leave Kevin... In very... the basement by himself. Yes, all by his lonesome. And then finally, we're going to have Kyle and Josh. I wish I knew how to predict this one. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Uh, Again, Kyle's he, another team who's going to be uh, five and two. Five and two. He, he took the loss this week, but uh, Josh being three and four. Uh, but like we said, Josh can have really big weeks or really bad weeks. So uh, we never know. He's got his his plate full with with Kyle. You know, Kyle's got a good team. He's shown that all season. So yeah, and and actually, so the the points for between that. Um... You know, that match between Kyle and, and Josh, those two teams have the top two points scored this season. Again, Josh's has come very boomer bust, but um hard to imagine being in the top two with a three and four record. Yeah. That I mean but you know, they, they both put up points, so it that should be a very interesting matchup. Um I've no idea how to call that one. No. All right. Any uh, final thoughts from you, Ross, before we start to, to wrap things up here? Uh, just, uh, I, I think we all kind of started the season with very much high hopes. I know some of us quickly got down on our team. I'm still pretty down on my team, but it's hard to say that. And it's then look at a five and two record. Um, you know, we're now hitting those those bye weeks. We're, we, you know, I, I believe well, the six teams. Everyone this week but me. Is... Yeah, I mean, I should be set for the rest of the season. Seeing my entire team's on a bye this week. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at my schedule. My schedule's probably got a week because uh, the buys didn't hurt me all that much. This week was more about injuries than buys for for my team. Um. So yeah, we got everyone's got their their hands full in finagling some of those roster decisions with buys and injuries uh injuries really starting to stack up that's a, a you know another point that's true of, of most seasons um you know you get the the injury bug here and there and gotta take a look at that waiver wire see what's out there um hopefully you're picking up some players that do more for you than you know negative points like brian but overall i mean i think we're going to be wrapping up. Uh, we got two and a half minutes left, give or take, in in this first half. I'm gonna I'm gonna be signing off here and uh, keep the fingers crossed for a strong second half from DK Metcalf. Uh, he's got to get something else. He can't be held to one catch. Um, you know, I'm hoping maybe he finishes the day with uh, two catches, 170 yards, and two touchdowns. Because he's gonna get a 90 yard touchdown. Uh, Coming up in the second half. Well, fat chance. I hope you lose. And uh, have a great night. And have a mediocre night as well. I will be taking an oatmeal bath. Bathing in calamine lotion. But don't worry. My balls are clear. This calls for a victory tour. 
Touchdown.